welcome back to Millennial Ag, where agriculture is always on tap and no topic is off limits. Thanks for joining us today, your co-hosts, Valine Likely and Catherine Lotspeech. Listeners, we are officially at the end of 2020. And I think when we um, started 2020, or maybe in the middle of 2020, we didn't know if 2020 was going to end, if we were going to end 2020 in the middle of it, or... <laughs> where everything was going to end up. But here we are looking, looking back at 2020 and then also starting to look ahead at 2021. So this week we're going to kind of dive into, to our reflection of 2020. Um, I think Catherine and I can both agree that we've had our highs, we've had our lows, we've had our really highs and we've had our upside downs to times when we didn't know how to even upright ourselves and keep moving forward. Um, but it's been, it's been a good year, I think. Um, so we'll start there with a reflection and then kind of go into to goal setting because we're not big into resolutions or fads, um, but something that maybe we can um, put two feet for, or just keep walking forward and keep, keep in check our goals for 2021 and what we want in our life. So Catherine, what, what do you have to say about 2020, I guess, in a nutshell, and then we can maybe pull it apart a little bit. Yeah, I think the best word for 2020 was unexpected. <laughs> um, you know, it started out um, for me, I intended it to be a growth and healing year, and it very much was, but in ways far different than what I had sort of planned out and thought about at the beginning of the year. Um, and, you know, having to sort of change, change approaches on the fly um, to deal with whatever the current moment was, was, uh, you know, a, a sort of what 2020 became all about. Um, you know, it feels like there were a lot of missed opportunities or lost opportunities and um, stuff that didn't happen that we really wanted to, but a lot of good came out of 2020, um, at least for me in my life. And um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for 2020, even though it was a whirlwind and, and, and a wild ride. And, um, you know, thinking back about goals that I set last year, um, I met some of them and others I didn't because of the way that 2020 turned out. And it's, it certainly caused me to reassess throughout the year, what my goals were and how, how they might have to shift or change to meet, um, or to, you know, to blend in with what the current circumstances were. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, 2020 showed that life is, life is precious and, and things can happen that are completely out of our control. Um, but to maybe not d get discouraged, could you maybe explain to listeners one of the goals that you had that might not have been completely fulfilled just because of circumstances that, that 2020 threw at you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of, one of my goals was to go on a date once a month with my husband because it's so easy to get caught up in everyday life and forget that, um, you know, your spouse is a special person and, and you should treat them that way. And so we had both decided that we wanted to set time aside each month to be um, intentional with each other and, and have time just the two of us and try to, um, you know, promote some growth in our relationship that way. And uh, we did really good all the way through uh, February. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the pandemic hit and, and there wasn't really a whole lot of going out in public or doing, um, you know, the sorts of things that you might consider a date, you know, out of the house and 
out on the town or whatever. But um, Jimmy and I still found some really great ways to to hang out at home and be together. And, you know, one of the most important parts of that was just um, putting our phones down and, and actually talking to each other and, you know, setting aside time to to be intentional together, even even though it didn't look like what we wanted, you know, we wanted to go camping and, and hiking and, and explore Colorado was also part of our plan for that. And that just, um, you know, didn't end up happening much this year, but um, it turned out to be okay. And it's something that's still on our list, but we just, we just had to shift it um, to, to meet current, current circumstances. And, um, you know, finding the joy in that instead of being bitter about it and just giving up altogether, um, you know, it's certainly a process as well, but, um, but one that I, I look back on with gratitude. Well, and I think it's, you know, giving yourself some grace and, and, and laughing at the situation. Cause sometimes life just throws a pie in your face and says, hmm, yeah, that was your goal, but you're going to have to figure out a different way to do it because your traditional way of thinking isn't, isn't going to work right now. And I think, you know, giving yourself some grace and maybe laughing through some of those situations can, can help us get through those, those times when, when our goals seem to be just smushed, like a, like a bug almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it certainly felt that way for some of mine this year, but what about you? What's, What's your reflections on 2020 and maybe one of your goals that you didn't quite get to meet? Yeah, 2020, it's it's really funny because I think the big goal I had um, for myself was rest. Um, and that was the start of 2020 <laughs> because I was getting ready to study for my PE exam at the beginning. I was running like crazy. And so I was doing really well at like finding intentional and quiet time. Um through all of that. And then all of a sudden life halted and I had way more time than I knew what to do with. And I was almost going stir crazy with, with the amount of rest, um, I had, but I started to appreciate, you know, I, I was going stir crazy, but started to appreciate the little things in life, um, and reevaluate, okay, what goals can I accomplish here? You know, I, I, then I made a goal of, I want to run a half marathon. Well, all half marathons then were canceled. So that didn't happen. Um, I think I made it to like eight miles and then it was like, why am I struggling to run nine when there's no race to run? Um, which might not be the perfect mindset to have. Um, but it, it kind of helped me kind of go with the flow a little bit more. Um, and then all of a sudden I went from, like having hours to run on the weekends to like, oh crap, I am traveling every other week, traveling back and forth and studying for the engineering exam. And then rest went completely out the window. Um, and then here we are at the end, um, just ready to start a new year. And I, I already look forward and think of the whirlwind that the first three months are going to have, but trying to find that intentional time to not burn out because I'm I'm already feeling burnt out and I haven't even started 2021, but trying to find those people to hold me accountable and just be help. And I'm also working on communicating that and being more honest, um, which I can dive in more in, with goal setting. Um, but just, it's funny how, how my word rest went through the ups and downs of 2020 right along with, with everything. Um, and just trying to figure out 
what, what it means for the next year. But I have to say 2020 threw me a lot of amazing things that I could have never asked for. Um, it was amazing how quickly the transition to Idaho is happening. You know, um, my relationship with, with a lot of people has grown a lot tighter, um, just because of, of more intentionality that I've set because of close, um, because of the time I've had to sit around or, or knowing that my time in Colorado's ending and my time in Idaho starting. So fostering the new relationships, but also fostering the old ones that I've currently had and figuring out how to say no, but also saying yes and knowing, knowing where that balance is. So I think 2020 has been an amazing, like you said, growth year, um, in a lot more ways than I could have ever imagined because you, you always plan to grow in the year, but you plan to grow kind of linear, linearly and with the, um, with all the goals you have set. And then when, when the world stops and a pandemic hits and wildfires hit and whatever else hits, you learn to, to slow down and, and realize that it's, it's okay that life isn't always in a perfect trajectory, like you want it to be and that you have to learn to ebb and flow and, and turn off the phone and enjoy the simple things in life once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. I think your story of 2020 is beautiful and, you know, is just another, another iteration of, of capturing the craziness that it was. Um, and I'm, you know, proud of what you've accomplished this year, um, amid all the craziness. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to, um, watching you continue to grow and blossom this next year. It's, sometimes it's like, holy smokes, Valine's just on a hamster wheel and she just goes, 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 goes. <laughs> well, and that's, I thank you, Catherine. And I, I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel sometimes and never moving forward and just spinning the circles. Um, but when you take time, I think, and I, I always love to sit down at the end of the year and, and reflect on everything that's happened, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and the laughs along the way, because I think that really makes you appreciate everything that you have accomplished or the things that have happened. And it's even fun. I've started journaling. Um, and so I always close out a journal on the end of the year and start a brand new one. Um, but at the end, I always write down, you know, reflections and, and where all the goals are. So it's always fun to even go back and flip through those old journals, you know, from last year, or the year before, and just see, see where you've come and what your goals were and, and your mindset in the time, because it's, it's an ebb and a flow in different seasons of our life. And I think sometimes just taking time to reflect on that can be a blessing later on too. Definitely. And there's always something to be learned from looking back at what you've written. I've been keeping a journal this year too, and it's amazing to see, you know, to see the kind of growth that has happened, even though I haven't, you know, it's easy to forget about it um, and just continue on, you know, searching for the next best thing. But I think reflecting back on, on what you've accomplished, um, no matter what area of your life is a really great practice. I think so too. And it's, I, yeah, just reflecting and giving yourself grace too. Um, I think it's something we've both learned a lot about in, in 2020 and hope that like that message can ring for a lot of our listeners too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so moving on to our goals for the year, I am still, I'm still hammering out what mine are going to be. Um, and there's a few different areas that I'm working on. You know, there's always the career goals, um, personal goals and 
Um, now I've got a category for millennial lag too, <laughs> but um, the one goal that I've that I've been thinking about, um, especially over the past few weeks of the fall and stuff, have been that um, I really want to be more intentional with my downtime um, because it's really easy to let um, you know to let time sucks suck up all of your time. And before you know it, you haven't accomplished anything that you want to get done, you know, in your downtime and, and you're wondering where all the time went. And so um, I'm still figuring out what that looks like and, and how I'm going to be able to accomplish that. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, my cell phone and, and getting it out of my hands and, and being intentional with not keeping it glued to my side. But um, that's, that's one of the ones that I'm looking at this year is to be more intentional with my downtime and to use that time um, for productivity. And I don't necessarily mean being busy all the time, but getting things done that I want to get done, whether it's, um, you know, working on on playing more in the cheese making realm, which I started messing around with last fall and I've really enjoyed it, or, um, you know, even just weeding the garden and not having to grumble about it all week, not getting done. Cause you know, we all have the same amount of time and it, it's just a matter of, of how you choose to use it. Um, I think there is, there is enough time in the day. I just, um, utilizing it well is not always my strong point. And so that's something that I'm looking at for this next year. I love that Catherine, because I think, I think it's a great reminder for myself too. Um, because there, you know, there's times I'm like, okay, I have all these things to do and oh my gosh, I need to get them done. But we fret about them so much. And then we end up on Instagram or Facebook and, and that's soul sucking in itself sometimes. Um, and then you forget, you forget your goals or you forget, yeah, your intentionality, intentional, you know, downtime with Jimmy or cheese making or weeding or reading your book, you know, mm -hmm. finding those, those things to, to refill your cup rather than, um, let it, let it suck out energy from you. Yes, exactly that. Exactly that. And yeah. And I guess learning to identify those, those places and, and, uh, and hopefully do better with them in the long run. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. That's one of, one of the goals that I'm, I'm um, going to work hard on this year. So what about you? I think one of my goals, I want to continue on the rest, the intentional rest. Um, but I'm also, I think one of my big ones is um, communicating um, my vulnerability and like where I'm at. Um, with the people that are closest to me. And so that like working really hard at, at protecting myself, um, but also being able to continue to stretch and grow in positive ways. So I guess an example would be like when I'm burnt out and I've said, yes, yes, yes. Like having the courage to text somebody or call somebody and say, Hey, I can't make it tonight. And I'm not one to back out of a last situation, but sometimes I need that. Um, that extra hour to, to just be, be where I'm at. Or if I'm moving on that weekend and I'm having meltdown, just communicating that with the people that are helping me so that they know where I'm at. So if I snap at them, if I, you know, or if I'm quiet or, or if I just need to go take a nap, they totally understand where I'm at versus them assuming I'm just grumpy at the situation. Um, and trying to just have some more intentionality, um, in my communication and where I'm at. 
um, rather than just, just blowing and going. Cause I keep adding more complex <laughs> complexity to, to whether it's work or my personal life. Um, and just trying to make it so that I can, and I don't like to use this word, but almost pigeonhole situations and be able to turn off, um, okay, I'm turning off work and I'm going to be intentional on my date tonight, or I'm going to turn off, um, all the world and I'm going to be intentional with my downtime tonight. And so just trying to communicate, um, everything so that everyone kind of knows where I'm at so that those expectations are, are there so that they know kind of where, where everything is. So I don't know if that really makes sense <laughs> or if it's just 2020 kind of just laying out. Um, but I think intentionality with my communication and putting expectations, um, out there for everybody else. So that it's that assumptions don't have to be made about situations. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's a fantastic goal and definitely one that is probably sounds very familiar to, especially the type A people out there, you know, who, um, you know, we're, we're made to say yes. And we want to say yes. And we always do say yes, but, um, like you just laid out it, it really, I mean, it's way too easy to let that in really far and it'll cause burnout before you know it. And so I think your, your stated goal of continuing on with the rest, and then it sounded like creating boundaries, um, even, even just with yourself to, to make sure that you get the care that you need to be at the top of your game. I think that's very admirable. Thanks. Yeah. And I think, you know, it take, it's going to take reflection and, and sitting down and figuring out what those boundaries look like. And I'm glad you put, put those words into my mouth because I was struggling to, you know, think about it, um, specifically, um, but I think boundaries is a good, is a good term. And I was, um, on a run today over my lunch hour and I was listening to a podcast as I do quite often. Um, and it talked about winning and how to win at life. And when you initially think of that, you know, you're thinking of sports, you're thinking about your career, you're thinking about winning, winning those big things you have your mindset on. But one thing that has become apparent and what they made apparent in the podcast too, was, well, what happens when you reach those goals of winning, you, of, of typically winning? So what happens when you get your license? What happens when you get that new raise? What happens when you finally get married? What happens when you make that big thing in life that we all say, we'll be content when we do X, Y, or Z. Um, but what's winning now? Like what's winning in your relationship? What's winning with your family? What's winning in your career? What's winning with millennial ag? And I, that was really good for me to start maybe switching and my mindset a little bit and, and reflecting on what's going to make me content here and now. And I'm going to continue to have, um, my long-term goals. I'm going to have my yearly goals, finance, you know, all those categories, financial, spiritual, personal relationship, whatever, because that's, that's how I get everything out. Um, but I think also figuring out what, what winning looks like here and now in the present and working on contentment too, I think is, is huge, you know, and maybe I'll just add all that into my one goal that just keeps coming out and growing. Um, but that's, I think something that I was trying to reflect on, on my drive 
home to record tonight with you. I love that. I, you're right. It's so easy to think winning, you know, just in the, the big areas of our life or what we see on TV or whatever, but um, figuring out what that truly means on a day-to-day basis and learning how to fight and, and chase after that instead of just whatever the latest shiny thing is. Um, and I love the contentment part too, that totally goes right along with it. You know, in this world that we live in, that's so material and so immediate gratification, um, it's really easy to be dissatisfied very, very quickly with something um, because we're so used to up to the minute, get, get, get. Um, but I, I, I love everything you just said. And I, I'm interested in listening to that podcast. Would you, would you share it too for our listeners so they can go take a listen as well? Yeah, I'd be happy to. It's um, how to win at life by Andy Stanley. Andy is a um, pastor. And then they recorded, record his um, sermons and put it on there. But the one thing I really like about him is it's relatable to Christians and non-Christians. And he always makes two messages, one for the Christian and one for the non-Christian. So if you're not a believer, I would still encourage you to um, listen to it because it, it can tie all that together. And it just, he gives it, he's funny, but he's also very matter of fact, which is something I also like. Um, And it, and it just gives you, some, some things to think about and his podcasts, I want to listen to all of them and more of them. He's got a couple of them and he's got a leadership podcast, but I also, there's so much packed into them, even though they're like 30 minutes long that like, I can't listen to all of them because then I have like so much going on in my brain. So it's like, (laughs) again, personal boundaries, Valine, you have, you have to process only do one little thing because, um, I start listening to those and I just want to change the world and I want to change my life and I want to change everybody else <laughs> around me and they all need to know it. And it just, it doesn't end well. So again, more boundaries to set with myself because I, I love that kind of thing. And I always like the personal growth, but I think it takes, you know, pieces at a time and one baby step at a time sometimes to make a difference or change your own life. Cause habits were so habit driven and it takes that intentional grounding to, to realize what those little, those little steps are in the direction you want to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about the baby steps, isn't it? (laughs) It One little baby step, but if you take a bunch of baby steps, sometimes you surprise yourself at how far you've come. (laughs) Like all of a sudden you can run eight miles and it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. And then I try to run nine and then I about die, but (laughs) 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 well listeners there you have our reflections and our our goals our reflections for 2020 our goals for 2021 um we hope that this year millennial ag has brought you food for thought um you know thought-provoking topics and also um have hopefully helped helped you in some small way um you know that's that's part of why we do this and and hope that that um you know, something that has come out of um, Millennial Ag has, has um, either been a joy to you or a help or um, just started a conversation around the dinner table. So as always, we would love to know what your plans are for 2021 um, and even tell us about 2020. What was what was good? What was bad? What was up? What was down? Um, where did you land and, and how are you planning on taking 2021 by storm? We're interested to hear. Yeah, you can always... Um 
yeah, message us. We're on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We've got an email address. Talk to us at millennialag.com. We really try to respond to everything we um, get. Sometimes it's a little delayed and we apologize for that. Um, But we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you're thinking, what your goals are, where you're coming from. And the only way we can grow is if we grow together. So we want, let's do this as a community and let's, let's start picking each other up and supporting each other in, in areas of growth that each of us want to have. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the millennial ag podcast. Like I said, previously, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at talk to us at millennial until next week. We are millennial ag.